to the Magic Within podcast. My name's Katrina Lully, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences, and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. of the Magic Within podcast. Thank you for being here. I so appreciate you. And if this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for being here as well. I am truly honored to have this platform, this space to share with you my own experiences, to bring guests on, to share their experiences, and just help you on this journey of life. And as we explore and go deeper into who we are and how we be and what we want to create for our life, and I try to keep it as real as possible and like give you the real deal, like instead of the fluffy stuff that we can we can find ourselves in or trying to chase after or be in. And so real life experiences is what you get here from me, from my guests and all of the things. And so if you're loving the podcast, make sure you are also on my email list, where you get twice weekly love notes dropped to your inbox, inspiration, motivation, helpful tips, just some fun, just some love poured into you twice a week so that you get your cup filled and can really, you know, bring this stuff into your life and you know, also to know you're not alone on the journey, which is so, so important. So go to the link in my bio or head over to my Instagram, Katrina A. Lally. That's where you can sign up to get your love notes. And if you're feeling called to do this work deeper, maybe you've been doing it for a while on your own, or you're just starting out on your journey and you're like, God, I really wish there was somebody who could help me and support me. Because I am feeling just all of the blocks. I'm tired of this anxiety. I'm tired of the frustration. I'm tired of like, like not, not sure where I want to go or I can't quite put my finger on it. I do have some open spots in my one on one sacred roots coaching program. It's a three month package where we meet once a week. We lay out a vision. We find out what's blocking you and we start to implement your new way of being, getting clarity on your life and who you are and what you want. you know, the self-love and, 
you know, tangible tools that actually work. I teach you how to start using the tools and give the tools to you instead of like keeping them from you. And so if you're interested in that space, again, link in the bio or head on over to my Instagram, Katrina A. Lelly, where you can apply for that one of those one-on-one spots of my Sacred Roots coaching program. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. I think it's an important conversation. It came up for me again this past weekend. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to share this because um, as if, if you've been following along with me for a while, you know my story, you don't know my story. Um, I have been sober for the last 12 years. Um, alcohol was my drug of choice. Um, although other things really could have been my drug of choice, but alcohol was my drug of choice. Um, but I've been sober for the last 12 years and I've been through a lot of different work, growth, um, experiences through my own sobriety journey. And so one thing that often comes up with people who are not sober, people in my life, friends, family, you know, new people, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm at that point in my life where I am very, like, good in my sobriety, like I'm solid in my sobriety. Um, I know who I am. I know where I'm at. I know, like, I I have no desire to drink whatsoever. Um, that left me a long time ago, but I'm, I've used and implemented the tools that I've gotten along the way in my own life where it's not really even a thing for me anymore. Um, other people drinking doesn't bother me most of the time. Sometimes it gets to me, some particular people it gets to me with, but most of like the 90% of the time, 95% of the time, like I could care less. I go into situations where there is alcohol involved and sometimes I'm the only sober one. And there was a point in my sobriety where, yeah, that really bothered me. I didn't have the strength to do that. And I would still want to go and be a part of because I didn't want to miss out and I didn't want to be left out. And uh, I suffered during that time. It was hard and I didn't want to drink, but it was just uncomfortable and it was difficult to be there. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? You know, why am I here? And then I'd get mad and I'd get frustrated with people and their stupidity that can often happen when people have too much to drink, right? Like all of the things. And through that, I've also been asked by people who care enough about me who know that I'm sober and they are like, okay, how can we make this more comfortable for you? Like, there's going to be drinking. And I I get asked, like, is it okay if I have a drink in front of you? Or they order a drink, they're like, oh my God, Katrina, I didn't even ask if you were okay with that. And so what I wanted to do was come on here and share something for those of you who have a sober person in your life that you care about and you're concerned for their sobriety. And these... This information is going to vary dependent on the person, where they're at in their sobriety, like how newly sober are they, are they, how well is their foundation, because they've done work in some capacity on themselves that, you know, we have to do the work around why we drink, you know, what, what, what was it that made us turn to alcohols or drugs or whatever to numb ourselves out and to escape from life. You know, it depends on the person and where they're at in sobriety. So this is a very blanketed information. um, And, you know, it, it varies on that person whatsoever. But for me, and where I'm at, I know that this information can still be helpful. And, you know, 
if you're in that relationship with a person who is newly sober, it is it is definitely important to be mindful of where that person is at in their sobriety, um, knowing that for some, a lot of people who are newly sober, who, you know, even if they're working a program or doing some sort of work, like it can still be a trigger. It can still be difficult and uncomfortable to be in those situations. And at the same time, we also still want to be invited to the party. We still want to be invited. Now, there is a saying, especially if you're in the 12 steps program, like you've got to change your whole life. You've got to change who you hang out with. You got to change everything. And there is some truth to that. It and it depends on, again, it depends on your situation. It depends on what where you were at, who your friends are. Are all your friends alcoholics? And they don't recognize it. Like it depends. Um, but if you're a mindful person who is a good, solid person in their life, like we still want to be included and invited in your activities, in your celebrations, in your events. Like it is, I remember it was odd and weird for me to feel excluded because I'm sober. And this still happens. Like I will still get excluded because I am sober. And quite honestly, that has more to do with you or the person inviting than it does with me. Um, and it's more about your comfort level where you're at rather than me, because if you're not checking in with me, then how do you know what I'm comfortable with or what I'm not comfortable with? Um, unless you're asking us. And sometimes it is about you or the other person that's doing the inviting or having the event. Like, why? maybe that's something worth checking out yourself. Like, why are you uncomfortable with having a sober person at your your house? You know, what does that look like? Again, it's varying in in relation to where that person is at. But we still want to be, for the most part, we still want to be invited to your gatherings, to your events. Because while we may not come, to know that you care enough to still want us to be a part of your life is important. And it is up to us to decide, based upon where we're at, whether or not we choose to go to that event. It is our responsibility to manage, to take care of our own sobriety. It's not your responsibility. You can have the conversation with us like, hey, there's going to be drinking there. I'm not sure where you're at, but, you know, I'd love for you to be there. But if you're not comfortable, that's totally okay. Like having that open conversation is like beautiful and it's strong and it's it's important to have while knowing like it's not your responsibility. It's not your place to take that on. Our sobriety is not your responsibility ever. And sometimes people will be like, okay, I'm not going to go because I'm not going to support them in in doing that. Or I'm not going to have this because, you know, I know there's going to be drinking and I'm not like, that isn't always helpful either. Um, because then you're trying to take on the responsibility of what is ours. We get the we have the power of choice put back into our hands once we get sober. Um, you know, power of choice feels like it's taken away when you're in the crux of, of your disease. And our sobriety is our responsibility. I've said it time and time again, and I'll continue to say it, it is our responsibility. And we get to gauge where we're at, whether we feel comfortable or not. And depending on what kind of work the sober person is doing, like we are given tools for places, if we find ourselves in a place or going to a place or a party where we know there's going to be alcohol involved, we are given tools and ways to deal with that because, you know, 
you can't hide from alcohol. It's everywhere. A lot of people still drink and a lot of people are alcoholics or over drinks. Some, a lot of people are not like it's, it's just everywhere. So it's a truth, a reality. So we are learning to live without it in knowing we're also living amongst it. And so it is our decision, our choice, our responsibility to choose. And for somebody who might choose to go into a situation that doesn't have a steady foundation or a good support system outside of you or, you know, in their whatever program they're working, they have some deeper work to do. And that's their own path to kind of figure out. It's not for you to help them figure out. You can still be supportive and caring in our sobriety without bringing, you know, kind of being the person that's driving the car of it. I hope that's making sense. But if you are hosting, if you are having that event or, you know, that party or gathering and you want that sober person to come, you know, and you're providing food, drink, whatever, just have some non-alcoholic options for us. I know I really appreciate that. Like I used to feel like, oh my God, I, I better make sure I stop at the store and get water or soda or kombucha, like whatever it is. I got to make sure I have my drink because I don't know if there's going to be non-alcoholic drinks there. Make sure you have the options. And offer that to that person when they show up your party. Like, hey, I've got soda in this cooler over here. I've got this. If you, you know, if you want something to drink, I've got juice, I've got water, whatever that is. Like, that is so warm and inviting for us. And it makes us feel like you actually care. It is a big deal just having that option. You know, and it's always good to check in with that person um, before the party. Like, again, like I said, like, hey, um, I'm having this party, you know, there's going to be drinking, I'd love to have you there. I don't know where you're at, how you're feeling. If you're not comfortable with it, that's great. That's okay. You know, and, and make sure to just check in, in, in with them when they're at your event, not to be like, hey, are you doing okay? Like, whatever. How are you? How are you? How's it going? You know, what's going on? What's new? Like just checking in to make sure that person doesn't feel so excluded or like they're on the outside. I've been to many events where because I was the sober person there, like, you know, you're the person on the outside because apparently when you get sober, we, there's this like force field that goes around us. Like, don't talk to us. We don't want to be talked to. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, we also don't like when drunk people get up in our face and then they're stupid and silly, but it's not your job to necessarily like just checking in with us is important, but you don't have to carry us. And that goes along with like, don't excluding, you know, if you, if you, we notice you're purposely not inviting us or you're excluding us at the party, like you don't come up and check in on us or, you know, if it's only focused on like, we're just going to do shots and shots and like that's what everybody's doing and you're this person sitting on the outside, like have another activity there. Like we, like this, like a party was at recently, like they had cornhole. I brought a board game and we played a, a game. Like it can be inclusive without feeling so exclusive. If, if that makes any sense, um, cultivate the relationship with that person outside of that event, outside of the drinking, like, Make sure, you know, you know, you can go and have dinner or go have coffee with or whatever. Like, make sure to still nurture that relationship if this is somebody that you still want in your life. But again, it's not your responsibility. Their sobriety is not your responsibility. It is on them to do the work. It is on them to keep showing up. It is on them to to make the choice of which route they're going to take. But that sobriety, again, is not your responsibility. And I say this so much because I know so many people feel like 
they're responsible. So they're going to make these choices and those choices. And like, I'm not going to go if, if that person's going to be there because I know there's going to be drinking. Like, I understand that thought thought process to a degree, but like, we're still going to know you're not there because of them. Like me, I know you're not there because of me. And, and so you can be supportive without being enabling and still love and still support like without it's kind of a tricky dance to be with but I thought this was something important to talk about because you don't have to check in with me like is it okay if I drink you know what you're drinking it's not my responsibility nor is it my business if I didn't want to be here I wouldn't be here if I didn't think I could handle it I wouldn't be here at least that's where I'm at now like early on in sobriety I still wanted to be a part of and Sometimes I didn't handle it very well. But guess what? I learned from that. I learned from that process. And I've been to quite a few events over the last few months where, you know, there was drinking, there was weddings and parties and and things like that. And I've had my fill for a while. I've definitely had my fill for a while. And guess what? I was in the right space. I was spiritually fit. I've done enough work on my on my. Oh, myself so that I know that I can go in with strength and we always have an exit plan like when it gets to be too much we can leave or I can go and you know um, decompress for a little while like shake things off and then come back to the come back to the party come back to the event whatever that looks like but the more that you try not to talk about it or like over try to overcompensate your support it may it it doesn't help it's not supportive but that's why having the open conversation with the person beforehand is important not at the party not when you've had a few drinks in in your in you don't do that please just don't (laughs) um not that it's the end of the world but it's just better when when we can come together and have that conversation before the party, after the party, whatever it looks like, and just have that open dialogue with two sober minds. So that's what I have for today's episode. Um, it's just something that has come up a lot over the years. And I don't think that I've ever actually talked about it on the, on the podcast. Like for the person who knows somebody that's sober, I've always talked about things from my perspective, and this is still from my perspective, but hopefully it's helpful for you if you are somebody who has, you know, that person in your life. Um, Again, the most important thing you can remember is you're not responsible for our sobriety. Can you be supportive and loving? Yes, there are ways to do that. But don't feel like it's your responsibility. And you don't have to, you don't have to, like, check in with me about your drinking. If you're checking in with me about your drinking, you might need to take a look at your drinking. That's all I'm going to say. So I love you ladies so, so much. I hope you found this helpful and supportive. Um, I enjoyed, you know, bringing this to you. I thought it was just like, okay, okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So sending you all the love and the light. much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.